Good evening and welcome to Nighttime Mental Prayer with Shalom Kaysen. Today's topic is My Peace I Leave With You. Before we begin, make sure you take a moment to hit the like button. Go ahead, do it right now. Thank you. And hit the share button. Share this video with someone you know they could benefit from it. Thank you so much for liking and sharing. We're going to begin with our enlightenment prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My God, I firmly believe that thou art everywhere present and seest all things. Cleanse my heart from all vain, wicked, and distracting thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and inflame my will, that I may pray with reverence, attention, and devotion. Give me light to know my faults, and grant me grace to be truly sorry for my sins. Today's quote is from the Gospel of John, <clears throat> excuse me, chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. And we're just going to reflect on this quote for a few moments. Here's the quote again. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. All right, moving on to the reflection, sit quietly and consider this. How could you have gained more peace through Jesus today? Here's the quote, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. How could you have gained more peace through Jesus today?
All right, here's the reflection again. How could you have gained more peace through Jesus today? And the quote, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. How could you have gained more peace through Jesus today? Alright, moving on to our next reflection. How did you let your heart be troubled today? Here's the quote. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. How did you let your heart be troubled today? Alright, here's the reflection. How did you let your heart be troubled today? And the quote, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. How did you let your heart be troubled today? All right, we're going to move on to our Thanksgiving prayer. Almighty and eternal God, I adore thee and I thank thee for all the benefits which thou in thy infinite goodness and mercy has conferred upon me. In our resolution, the most important part of mental prayer, the thing that makes it so efficacious, so beneficial, is that we are resolving to change our lives based on the reflection. And we should resolve to avoid every sin we possibly can, especially the ones that uh, are particularly particularly nagging. If you know there's a sin, you just keep on doing and doing and doing. Could be a small one, could be a big one. We should really try to avoid that one as best as we can. In fact, I want to tell a quick story. I went to confession recently uh, because I'm Catholic, but I know other uh, Christians listen to these videos as well. This is just a story uh, to make a point. Uh, 
but uh, I did go to confession and I asked the priest about certain movies because there are uh, movies. I mean, you know, every movie out there. Well, it's different for men and women, of course. But for me, it is very tricky avoiding lust because it's out there everywhere in every movie, every TV show, every commercial, which is why, you know, we have Hulu and other things. But especially on Hulu, I pay for the no commercial plan and we don't even have cable because it's just there's just no way I could watch the commercials. They're so lust filled. It's, it's insane. But moving on. Um, so I've been watching some movies and some TV shows because, you know, we're quarantined and there's not much to do other than, you know, I've been doing this, putting these prayers up and reading the Bible more and things like that. But an hour here or there, especially at nighttime, right before bed, I want to watch a TV show with my wife and we enjoy that together. But I was noticing that there's lots of scenes in these shows, which are otherwise good shows that have characters, um, you know, going home together at night and, and doing stuff. And I have to fast forward through that or making out or whatever. And it's like, oh, man, I just wish it didn't have that one scene or I wish they did it more tastefully. OK, the couple goes into the house together and closes the door. You know what happens? You know, the light turns off. That That's classy. I mean, they still should be doing it, especially if they aren't married. But that's classy. You can just watch that and understand what happened. But no, they have to show and they have to show everything. I have to fast forward that stuff. So I was asking the priest anyway, I have been watching a couple of these different shows and movies and I've been fast forwarding. And I was just wondering that I wasn't really con confessing that I was watching the shows because I was purposefully uh, scanning ahead and making sure there weren't any crazy scenes and, and fast forwarding through them. But I was wondering, I was like, well, is this proper? Like, it, should I be doing that or should I just avoid the movies altogether? What do you think? I, I had confessed some other sins, but that's, you know, that's between me and the priest. So I'm not going to talk about that. But this was more of a kind of just question, just wondering. So the priest told me, he said, well, you know, there's two ways to go about it. There is the normal way of a good Christian. And there is the saintly way of somebody who is trying to be a saint to the best of their ability. And he said, the normal way is what you're doing right now. You you try to look online for reviews, read ahead and, and make sure that there's nothing in the movie before you even start it. And once you do start it, if something pops up unexpectedly, you fast forward through it. He said, that's perfectly fine. There's no sin there. You, you weren't trying to watch those scenes. You weren't purposefully looking out for them. But he said the saintly way is quite different. If you know that there is a chance that there could be something like that in those movies or something suggestive of maybe in the movie, they're suggesting that Christianity isn't good subtly. Maybe it's a subtle secret message underlying the movie, or maybe they're suggesting some other kind of lifestyle is acceptable. Um, like maybe they're suggesting that you know, being a criminal is okay or doing certain drugs. I mean, that's big in a lot of movies. Maybe doing certain drugs is okay um, or being heavily medicated. There was a show that I was recently watching, which is which I actually thought was really good. But there were you know, there were some questionable things. Uh, it's called Prodigal Son. I believe. Yes, it's on Hulu. There were a few questionable scenes. I really loved the show, but they had to have some, uh, you know, uh, sex scenes and they had to have um, sometimes with 
the it's like a detective show sometimes with the murder they just showed a little bit too much of the you know how the character looked after they had been killed but especially they showed this particular character one character was an alcoholic and one of the characters was just um, addicted to like pain medications and sleep medication so it's like are they praising it or are they saying it's really bad because no one came out and said hey that that's really bad you probably shouldn't do that the character that was an alcoholic nobody said hey you're drinking a bit too much relax with that so it's like i'm kind of going off the rails a little bit but i thought this is an important topic to touch on um the saintly way is to just avoid that stuff altogether and and my priest gave me a really good example. He said, if you are someone who is struggling with lust, and th this is more so for men than women. Women have different issues they have to deal with as far as media. I'm not sure if it's even a thing. I, I don't know how that works. But uh, ladies, if you didn't know, men are, are visual creatures. Like the eyes really activate uh, lust for men more so than anything else. So uh, he was saying a good example is somebody who's is trying to be a good Christian and they struggle with lust so they try to go to the beach at different times they go early in the morning or a little bit later at night or they go way down to the you know way down not on the boardwalk area they go way down to the part of the beach where nobody's really hanging out so they won't see any scantily clad women in bikinis that that hardly cover anything at all so he said that's one way to do it that's a good christian way you're trying to avoid sin but he said there's the saintly way in the same situation that person who is looking to become a saint would say i'm just not going to go to the beach that is something that i'm going to sacrifice for the love of jesus and and it is going to suck it's it's not going to feel good i love the beach however i know that i will be guaranteed to avoid that lust because that is an optional activity if you have to go to work and and uh, if you're a guy and you have to go to work and there's women there that that dress you know a, I mean that in a way that could kind of excite the passions and i'm not going to say it's an inappropriate way i don't want to judge how the people are dressing but if if there's women at work who dress in a way that can excite your passions i mean there's nothing you can do about that you can't say well i'm not going to go to work no but for a activity that you're choosing that's extra, that you don't need to do, for example, like going to the beach, the priest says the saint just wouldn't go. So that's the point I'm trying to make is that we cannot have peace with Jesus if we don't avoid, <clears throat> excuse me, these sins that we can totally avoid. For example, for me, I'm going to try more to watch documentaries and to watch things that I know are not going to have any funny business, for lack of a better term. And uh, and that then I won't have to wonder, well, well did I commit a sin watching this? It, even though I didn't want to see it, once it pops up, I saw it, it's, it's there, you know? So um, I am going to try to avoid just generic shows and things that are out there that aren't really beneficial to begin with and move more so towards uh, documentaries, or just shows where I know people are just talking and not necessarily doing all these other different activities and things. So um, anyway, let's get back to the resolution. I just thought that was an interesting story I wanted to tell of the difference between a good Christian and a saint. A good Christian just tries to their best to continue doing whatever it is they were doing, continuing with their normal life 
and try to just cut out here and there a little sin here and there. The saint just totally removes those things, totally changes their life and gives everything to Jesus. So we should especially resolve to avoid one of the seven deadly sins. You can pick the one that works best for you. And they are as follows. Lust, envy or jealousy, gluttony, greed or materialism, wrath or anger, pride and sloth, also known as laziness. So you can pick one of those deadly sins to avoid. Whichever one you pick, it will benefit you because all the other sins flow from these seven. So pick one of those for your resolution um, for tomorrow. And we're going to move on to our night time prayer. My God, I offer thee these resolutions, unless thou deignest to bless them, I cannot be faithful to them. And visit, we beseech thee, O Lord, this habitation, and drive far from it all the snares of the enemy. Let thy holy angels dwell herein to keep us in peace. And may thy blessing be always upon us through our Lord Jesus Christ, thy Son, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you and God bless. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and if you're on YouTube, hit the bell. Tell me you want all notifications, otherwise you won't see these videos. They come out every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Also, for podcasters, thank you for listening. If you're on iTunes, go ahead and leave a review. Every five-star review helps the uh, podcast to reach new people, and you can share it. Everyone can share it. Hit the share button. Thank you. Follow me on social media at Shalonkason1. Also, go to sdkason.com. We have free daily meditations and Catholic quotes over there. And if you wanted to support us, you could check out the shop, which has posters, stickers, shirts, bags, mugs, and we have prayer books as well. Until next time, stay holy, my friends.